Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, say can see. If you're an American and you're professing to be a Christian, well, of course, as American citizens, what we want is accountable leadership. Why don't we throw in a constitution so they know what's in that? Get engaged in the political process. Honest. You, my friend, are part of the problem and not the solution. The church needs to rise. Rise. The Monica Matthews Monica Show. Matthews Show. Welcome back to the Monica Matthew Show. Happy Thursday to you. Beautiful, beautiful day. Beautiful day here in the great state of Georgia. People still running around with masks. How about you? Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God. Peacemakers have merciful hearts, creating their own sense of peace. Another scripture says, Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Amen. I think for those of you who have ever wondered whether or not Donald Trump was going to see the pearly gates, I think his historic measure between the United Arab Emirates and Israel speaks for itself. He is a peacemaker. He does profess that Jesus Christ is, died for his sins, that he is his Lord and Savior. And if that's the case, then that, from that point forward, is between him and his creator, right? But this scripture right here is what jumped out at me. And I got to tell you, I was reading through Twitter feeds today, and I stumbled across the Imam of Peace. He is um, He's a Muslim. He is fantastic. He is just as, as snark as snark gets. Um, he is not uh, about Sharia law. He is not a fanatic. Uh, he is a fanatic of peace. That's hence his Twitter handle, <laughs> the Imam of Peace, right? And he said that he was literally in tears, and I get it. But my tears might be for different reasons. So, I, I mean, I'm sitting here reading the Sydney Morning Herald because I, I read from news sources all over. And. The thing that jumped out at me was President Trump saying, and I quote, everybody said this would be impossible. After 49 years, Israel and the United Arab Emirates will fully normalize their diplomatic relations. They exchange embassies and ambassadors and begin cooperation across the border. Uh, The U.S. officials describe the agreement to be known as the, here it comes, the Abraham Accords as the first of its kind since Israel and Jordan signed a peace treaty in 1994. It also gives Trump a foreign policy success as he seeks re-election on November 3rd. The Palestinians, of course, are crying foul. They're basically crying reparations. Lady says, we're not a fig leaf. You can't put a fig leaf on us. 
and think that, you know, we're just going to forget about all the atrocities that Israel has done by attempting to annex Palestine. And, you know, because anyway, we could get into a historical uh, chronological Bible study over this conversation, but, and I'm going to kind of. Here's where my heart, I'm going to try not to cry. Y'all know how I am if you've been following me for any length of time. But here's where my heart got really pricked in this story in a really beautiful way. The Abraham Accords. I want you to think about that. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Okay, the reason why we say that the Muslims do not, that Allah, the the God of Islam, is not the same as the God of Christianity, is because Muslims do not believe, Islam does not subscribe to the truth that God has had, will has always had, and will always have one begotten son. They do not believe that he has children. So it is impossible for the same God. This is so, this is like theology for dummies, okay? Because I'm going to move on from this in a minute. But it's really important to understand just that basic, basic truth. Because many of you are like, oh, why are Christians so mean to Muslims? You know, and and I'm like, well, it's it's not really a matter of being mean. Uh, It's a matter of understanding from whence you came. It's really important. Origins matter. That needs to be my next t-shirt. Origins matter, right? We talked about that a little bit yesterday on my podcast, that identity matters. When you're taking down statues of Christopher Columbus and, and people who are intrinsically woven into the fabric, the very fabric of the identity of this country, It's not about the statue. It's about what the statue represents. It's identity. Because there's a demographic of Americans who do not believe they have an identity outside of, you know, reparations, which you can touch and feel and sniff and see and gyrate to and purchase and steal and rob and kill and murder and abort, um, I mean, these are the disenfranchised people who are still burning, looting, fighting, rioting, shooting little five-year-old white boys in the head execution style for riding their bikes across their lawn. We'll get to that maybe tomorrow. Horrible story coming out of North Carolina. I digress. It's important to know from whence you came. And in this case, it is so beautiful that this happened. I cannot express to you how timely and how godly this is. You never Trumpers out there, you're just going to have to bite it on this one. Because President Trump just got it right. Not that he hasn't gotten a hundred other things right, but this is a big deal. For you sanctimonious Christian ones who just can't believe, for you Republicans for Biden, because you just can't, he's so anti-Semitic. Stop it. Just stop. He has Jewish grandchildren, for God's sakes. Ivanka converted. 
So he's he's not a bigot. Y- y'all got to let go of that stuff. This is so beautiful. This is like beautiful are the feet of those who bring good tidings. This is good tidings. And my pedicure looks amazing. Okay. So Abraham had a son of promise. He was promised. God's like, listen, I know it all looks impossible. This is going to minister to some of you. I know it looks so impossible. Like your wife's womb is as dead as a doornail. I get it. I know you think it ain't going to happen, but I'm telling you, I made a promise to you and I'm God and I don't lie. It's going to happen. And it's going to start now when you least expect that it could or should. There you go. Some of you waiting. Some of you think you're too old to do something. Blech. Just shove that aside and remember Abraham. Remember this story. Okay. So Sarah scoffs. She's like, you know, angel of the Lord comes to visit her. She's like, yeah, okay, well, whatever. And then, you know, she's like, I don't think so. Abraham's like, yeah, well, okay, as you say, God, you know, right? Man of faith, friend of God, the first friend of God that we read about. And he's like, all right, you know, if you say so. Well, leave it to a woman to get a little impatient. And she's like, look, this ain't happening. I know what he said, but I just don't think it's going to happen. It's been a minute from the time he said it to the time it's supposedly supposed to manifest. Again, here's a message for some of you waiting on something that you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you were promised. (sighs) Don't create an Ishmael if you don't have to. Okay. Listen, I say that in love. So... Abraham listens to Sarah. She says, go take my handmaiden. Go, you know, do your deal with her and, and give me a son. Let's just, let's, this ain't happening God's way, so let's just work it out ourselves, right? <sighs> and much like Adam, Abraham looks at Sarah, and just like Adam looked at Eve, and he's like, oh, yeah, it does taste good. I don't know. Let me try it. So Abraham looks at Sarah and he's like, you know what? You're probably right. That's cool. And she's kind of hot anyway. So I'm, I'm down. So he goes in, does the deal. She's pregnant. Wouldn't you know, just like, you know, people who are in the swinging community, not that I want to compare concubines of the past to swingers, but I'm just saying people think they can handle something until, you know, there's some jealousy because that's how that serpent gets in through disorder. Mm. Amen. He gets in through disorder. Next thing you know, Sarah is jealous with jelly, capital J, jealous because she don't have the son. The concubine does. So she casts her out. She looks at Abraham. She's like, she's got to go. I don't know where she and that little baby Ishmael of hers are going, but they got to get after she conceives, right? She's like, I got a, I got a baby. I don't, I don't need her now. I mean, I've got my promise. She's got to go. So concubine gets thrown out into the desert. She takes the baby Ishmael. Ishmael was not the son of promise in the Old Testament. Okay. Very important distinction because of what, because of what I'm about to tell you and why I think this is so beautiful. Oh. If I, if I was near President Trump, I would just kiss his face. This is so beautiful. 
I would wash his feet. This is so beautiful. And I just told you yesterday, I would not follow him over a cliff. But this is amazing stuff. Okay? So, this is, bibl- this is biblical stuff. So, concubine, basically illegitimate child because he wasn't the child of promise and she wasn't his wife. Cast out into the desert. She cries out to the Lord. The Lord's like, all right, fine, go back. But she's like, please don't let my son starve. So, goes back. This particular child and the lineage thereof have always been known as the angry ones. Okay? As most of you know, most of you will look at Arabs on television and think to yourself, what the hell are they so angry about? Why are they always fighting over there about everything? Why are they fighting for legitimacy through Muhammad, who was no more legitimate than my hangnail? I mean, he's just not a legitimate son of God. He may be a legitimate son of Allah in the fantasy world of Allah is the same God as the God of Abraham, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but that's not true. Okay? So, Muhammad, mm, don't be offended. This is just my Christian faith talking and my reading and my understanding. Okay? My learning of the subject. All right. Oh, but here's the beautiful thing. Oh, my God. I hope this ministers to some. We have a nation, do you hear me? A nation filled with people who believe they are illegitimate. They are burning the country down, desecrating on the Constitution because they don't believe they have a heritage, an identity. They don't believe they are equal made by God. They don't believe that. Instinctively, it is not in them to believe that for a myriad of reasons. It could be, it could be their environment. It could be generational. It can be cellular. It can be spiritual. That these things get passed down through the generations, through your DNA of disbelief, doubt, and unbelief, doubt, and unbelief. You know, bastard, bastard children get passed down through the generations where men just won't step up and be fathers, busy spreading their seed, creating illegitimate children. But God, but God, God made a way through Jesus Christ, his only begotten son. He made a way for the Arab and the Jew to become one in and through and only in and through the cross and the blood, the sacrifice, the atonement, the reparation, the forgiveness, all of it, and the resurrection of Jesus the Christ of Nazareth. That is amazing. And we have just seen them agree. Now, some of you are going to be naysayers. Some of you, you know, are like, well, yeah, I believe it when I see it. You know, that we've been through this before. Well, we haven't been through this before. And the fact that this is called the Abraham Accord is so meaningful, you guys. I really hope you grasp this. It's so Beautiful. I know sometimes it's hard for us 
you know, lily white folks in our Baptist churches and our Presbyterianism and all that to really understand all this stuff from the past. And considering that only 3% of Christians read their Bible and not just read it from cover to cover, just, you know, well, yeah, I read the Bible. I'm talking about read it, understand it, understand your lineage, the begats, the begets, the begotten, all that is so important. I know it wears you out. Like at some point you're like, and so-and-so begat so-and-so, and and that person begat so-and-so. But what you realize is that lineage matters. Where you come from matters. And the reason blacks in America today ad nauseum do not believe that there is a God of hope, a life worth hoping for, is because they've been lied to. They've been lied to by the church. They've been lied to by their own people. They've been lied to by politicians, scumbag, slavery-driven oppressors who would who believe in this crap of no child left behind when we all know that really means no child gets ahead. They refuse school choice. They refuse to empower black mothers and fathers to stay together, to hunker down for discipleship, financial courses, get it together, get off the teat of government and work it out. You do matter. You are created equal. You are necessary. You do deserve to be able to hope. You should not sit around waiting on the white man to throw you a crumb. And you don't have to defeat the white man in order to go get what's yours. And you know why? Because the same God who created the white man created the black man, created the Arab, created the Jew. Boy, I might lose some of my Jewish followers over this one. But I'm telling you guys right now, this is... Major, the Abraham Accord. Oh, God bless you, President Trump. Until the fullness of the Gentiles come in, the eyes of the Jews will not be open. Yes, I realize you do have Messianic Jews. I understand that. You have completed Jews. You've got believing Jews. All that. That's what all that means. But the fullness of the Jews, the eyes will open in mass when the fullness of the Gentiles is completed. For those of you wondering, you know, oh, this is another earthquake. Oh, it's another explosion. We're going to numerology of the Bible now, and everybody's going to try to figure out when Jesus is coming back, even though he told you he didn't even know when he was coming back. So what the heck? Stop it. Oh, stuff makes me nuts. He did say that there would be signs. Maybe this is a sign. It's a beautiful sign. Because you're going to have the clingers on in Palestine who have literally, like the Democrats, made a living off of the oppression and the fight. I'm going to leave you with this. My late pastor asked us one day, I'll never forget it as long as I live because I'm a fighter. I'm a scrapper. I've been fighting my whole life just to survive. I know how to fight. But his question was, what are some of you going to do when there's nothing left to fight about? 
And I was like, holy crap. That is like, if you can't say amen, say ouch. I mean, like, my butt hurt sitting in that chair. Like, I felt like I just got in the paddle. That was like corporal punishment. <laughs> because I'm like, well, what does that mean? Because so much of my identity was wrapped up in fighting, in surviving, scrapping. Making sure I got what was mine. Making sure I can leave the lights on, for God's sakes. Making sure I get a job. Making sure my kid was taken care of. Making sure that the doctors didn't do what was wrong. Making sure I didn't get taken advantage of as a widow. Exhausting. Exhausting. Fighting, fighting, fighting. And some people are out here fighting for justice. They're justice warriors. Because they've made an identity out of fighting. And what you're going to see is people not trust it. You're already seeing it. Officials in Palestine are like, whatever. Yeah, we know. We know Netanyahu has said, you know, the most handsome man in politics, by the way. Ah, baby. Um, Yes, okay. Get yourself together. So... I mean, no disrespect. His wife is amazing, but he just, anyone who knows me knows that I'm not starstruck, but that man is like, okay, okay, okay. And he's Israeli? What? (laughs) Okay, I'm good. So anyway, I'm blushing. You just can't see me. Good stuff, y'all. This is beautiful stuff. You're going to see people Naysaying, it'll never happen. They're not going to do it. They're not going to give it. Don't buy it. Start praising God for peace between his children. Isn't that awesome? Between his children. And, and the Arabs don't even know that they are the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob through the blood of the cross. They are the legitimate children of Abraham through the cross of Jesus Christ. We all are. With that acceptance, with that appropriation, with that wisdom and knowledge, there is nothing in Christ Jesus and through Christ Jesus that we cannot perform. And God Almighty, President Donald J. Trump is absolute living proof of that. Mm, he just blew my socks off. Y'all have a great night. I may be back tomorrow. I want to talk about this little angel in North Carolina who was just murdered in his front yard. Horrible. It deserves some recognition. Go look up Daniel Horowitz, though. He's written a fantastic piece about it. Daniel Horowitz. Great piece in a conservative review. We might talk about that tomorrow. I love you. Be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. Remember, if you're an American, do me a favor and act like one. Just soak your heart's full. Yeah. 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 Yeah.